Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 20th of May, 2023. And the episode's title is Deals for Good or Evil. Zoti Quest Games is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by our patrons. Now, there are two tiny tweaks to the usual Audio EXP podcast format that I'd want to do this week. Well, there's three, if you count the addition of the word podcast into the blog post title, which seems like a glaringly obvious error it's taken nearly 200 episodes to address. The first of those proper two is to talk about ZotiQuest games now. It's the 20th, two-thirds of the busy month, and I've not gotten in touch. I've not had a beep, not a whisper, not even a nod from them. I'm contacting a designer based in Italy, but I do think I'm failing to get through. I hope I'm not calling quits too early, but my gut feeling is we won't make contact, and I should push on with an RPG spotlight piece without them. It's a shame, but it's happened before, and there's still usually stuff to stay. This is not just my gut feeling. Next Saturday is the 27th, and then it's the 3rd of June. And there won't be a podcast on the 3rd because I'll be at UK Games Expo. Instead, I'll be putting reels and other videos of the giant event onto social, which should be fun, but it does eat into the usual schedule. I'll get to the second of the tweaks at the end of the podcast, but I want to talk about some deals and other geeky news first. First deal centres on Evil Genius Productions, who make the 5e modern mashup Everyday Heroes, and who have the licence to RPGs like The Crow, Highlander, and Escape from New York. Evil Genius are rebooting the D20 supplement Urban Akana, and are hosting a competition as part of that. People have had the chance to submit 200 word pitches for a contemporary fantasy setting. Ten writers have now been announced and will be paid to expand on their pitch. At the end of the process, there's a cash payout and a contract for the winner to write up their setting for the book. In a deal, Geek Native has been able to reveal those 10 Urban Arcana semi-finalists. These people are now those same people who are being paid to expand their ideas and progress in the contest. I won't list all 10 on this podcast, but if you've entered or you know somebody who has, you can visit the blog to find out who the finalists are. Also, in the interest of time, I won't read them all out on this podcast, but we do have the 10 winning pictures on the blog, and they're all great, so pop over and let us know what you think. Now, we did two posts because we don't want to link the authors' names to the pictures, and there's no connection in the running order or the way they're listed. We gave the pictures, nicknames or headlines, and put those in alphabetical order. It's a bit of an experiment, but it seems to be working well. Another experiment on the blog this week is a new way to vote on stuff. As usual, I connected Google Polls with Google Sheets and published the results as live graphs. Now, the proof of concept question is, which fantasy lineage would brew the most potent beer? And you've got three choices, dwarf, halfling or orc. Currently, it's not a hotly contested vote, but orcs have it. If you want to see who currently has the lead, pop over, or better still, cast your vote and let me know what you think of the hacked together process. But be kind. I guess that's kind of a deal between Google Technologies and this blog. 
One absolute deal is that between Free League Publishing and UK Games Expo. That's the very same UK Games Expo that Geek Native will be at. So hit us up if you're going and you want to say hi. The deal that Free League has made is to run the first ever Alien RPG Masters Tournament there. That's right, competitive Alien RPG play. I'm not talking about competitive card games, board games or war games, but tabletop role-playing games. Now, I guess that could work in a cinematic Aliens game where it can come down to a fight to survive. However, there's a nice catch. The winner of each round at each table is the player that the fellow players voted through. It's a sort of collaborative competition. If the worst thing that happens in a successful model taking off here is that people might try to be popular players. Now, isn't that a good thing though? Or, if you're looking for a sort of an anti-deal of sorts, then what about living nightmares? There's no partnership here, unless you count that as a deal between the RPG publisher and you. Living Nightmares is published by Gildor Games, and those are the people behind the Elemental RPG. Gildor already offer many supplements for free, but the twist here with the low-cost Living Nightmares is a collection of spooky monsters that will grow for each drive-through RPG bestseller tier it achieves. We'll simply add to it, and that's possible with digital products. As a result, if you buy the game now, and presumably it could be made more expensive later, it will only get better for you. Now, I think this model is called the buy funding, and it can work with Ashcan or Beta RPGs, which edge towards a final stage with purchases. But Living Nightmares is finished. It's good to go now. It just promises to get even better. The buy funding model is a variant which I wish both Itch and Drive-Through RPG Roll20 offered better support for. Both platforms do already offer a sort of a pay-what-you-want model. We did also cover a pay-what-you-want RPG on the blog this week, and that was Lost Roads of Locam. I paid five bucks for it, but I could have paid nothing, and I got more than a hundred pages worth of RPG. Lost Roads of Locam is a successful Kickstarter, and it's set in a world where magic is real, unpredictable, dramatic, and dangerous. Like dinosaurs. Now, okay, that was a bit of a stretch in terms of a join, but I do want to call out that we're at the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. In a merch post, one in which some purchases could make you get some pennies, I listed various Jurassic Park deals at geeky retailers. Merchroid has a very limited collector's edition of weekend ticket entry passes to Jurassic Park. Lion Try is sure to sell out of their geeky dinosaur goodies, and RSVLTS has already sold out of its clever girl shirt that costs an arm and a leg, and which I might have bought. While we're still on deals, Crunchyroll's new owners, Sony, have been throwing their chops as I've already seen a slew of partnerships with the month of Annie-May, and now one more with the language learning app Duolingo. If you're a Crunchyroll subscriber, you get some Duolingo Super Access for free. And there are anime-inspired phrases in it to learn. It feels like a sensible partnership to me. I have often wondered whether you can learn Japanese just by watching 
anime. Now, at the start of the podcast, I said there'll be two small tweaks. And here's a second. I want to talk about breaking news that I have not yet covered, but I am tempted to. The news is that Steamford Games and Kickstarter have signed a deal. That news has been covered by ICV2. Steamforge has promised to be exclusive, and Kickstarter has agreed to help with content. My thoughts went through dark places. Although I can see how Kickstarter helping with inclusive training is great. However, my dark places, I mean that Kickstarter, you know, isn't it supposed to be neutral? Doesn't Kickstarter help cross-promote campaigns and even approve or not campaigns from publishers competing for the same customers as Steamforge games? Is this a balancing act that Kickstarter can pull off and can they convince others that they are balancing it successfully? Why can't Steamforge just do more of this sort of content you know, and help inclusion and training without signing their next four games to Kickstarter? Why can't Kickstarter not just help promote this sort of content without asking for an exclusive? So my question is this. Should I post on this? Or do you see Geek Native as more of a place for discovery stuff, rather than to read about my thoughts and opinions as I've just outlined? If you think I should leave well alone, then please howl. As usual, there's bundle news to cover before we sign off, and this week I've picked one, and that's at the bundle of holding, and now there's a site with many deals and partners, and I've picked an Arc Dream Mythos. That's Delta Green and Pagan publishing content in the form of the unspeakable oath in Dreamlands. On that note, let's wrap up there. I hope to see you at UK Games Expo and, at the very least, next week.